You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to A Little Bit of Church Every Day, Home Bible Study 21st Century Style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to a Thursday kind of broadcast. It is the 11th day of January, and we hope that you're having a great morning already. And thank you for joining us, because without you, there would be no need for us to be gathered here and talking into a mic and looking at a camera. So uh, thank you for joining us on a regular basis, and uh, we are in our working on our 11th year, our 11th year of CAC Daily iCast, and so uh, with that, we understand that uh, it's been because of your faithfulness and because of your desire to see this broadcast continue that we're able to work on our 11th year, so yeah. And, uh, of course, we try to get in about 200 episodes a year, and uh, we also uh, try our best to uh, get those every day, every weekday, but sometimes our schedule does not allow us to do so. And by the end of this year, 2024, we will have over 2,300 episodes. And uh, this will be episode number six just of this year because even though it's the 11th day, we've missed 
you know, five days uh, that we haven't uh, broadcast. So this is episode number six, and uh, we, of course, don't we don't broadcast on Saturday and Sunday, so we could take out the weekend on those days. But uh, since it is the eleventh day of the year of 365 days, we're only on episode number six. But that's a pretty good start to the new year because we don't have anything coming up as far as holidays until we get to like vacation time and then, uh, you know, our regular holidays through the year, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and all the others. Well, let's see what else we can talk about this morning. Well, let's get our announcements in because we want you to know what's going on. And, of course, these are all announcements that deal with CAC. Uh, Men's meeting, first Monday of the month. All men are invited to be a part of that. Section 3 rally, Friday, February the 2nd, 7.30 p.m., Grayson, UPC at Grayson, Kentucky. Kentucky... Youth Convention, KYC 24, always a great time for our youth. Friday through Saturday, February 16th through 17th, Northeast Christian Church, Lexington, Kentucky. Guest speaker, Josh Carson. Also, Section 3 Conference, February the 22nd and 23rd. And uh, we do also have our prayer requests that we'd like to just kind of scroll the screen with. Uh, But I'm just going to leave the last uh, or mention the last 10 or so of these. Uh, Let's remember Tara and her newborn baby, Gail Diamond, Chloe Absher, Stephen and Ginger and their unborn baby, uh, Mildred, Renee Stiltner, Janie, Wendell Swartz, Jimmy Wagner, uh, the Jimmy Wagner family, I should say, and Luke Williams. Let's remember all of these in prayer as the Lord, uh, we go to the Lord in prayer. Let's ask him to move in a mighty way. If you have a prayer request or something that you'd like to let us know about, you can call in 606-282-4108 or just email it to the email you see right there on the screen. Let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up the broadcast today. Lord, we come before your presence and thank you for this opportunity that you blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that as we have come to you, that as we have mentioned every name and as we know that you you are the only one that can touch them and heal them, I present them before you all on our list, all of those that are watching, all of those that have needs today. I present them before you, Lord. And I ask that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one. That If it's healing they need, direction they need, or encouragement that they need, I pray that they would get it all by looking unto you, the author and the finisher of our faith. And Lord, I praise you and thank you. And you're so good to us. Thank you for this platform that we can actually fellowship with your people from all across the U.S. and around the world. Lord, it's in the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise. Amen. Amen. Well, um, you know, uh, looking at all of the upcoming events, you can see that we got a busy month ahead. Uh, also, uh, we have we have to get our birthdays in, and uh, so I'm going to try to do that. Let's see if I can uh, grab everybody's birthday here without messing anything up. That that's going to be the uh, <laughs> the the thing I forgot to program that this morning, so uh, yeah, uh, I'm going to just have to uh, read them to you because uh, I've got something going on there that uh, I need to uh, I need to uh, not mess up. You know, once you start a broadcast, there's just certain things you can or cannot do because it will cause you to have uh, some uh, some problems down the line. So let's see if I can uh, get uh, the birthdays here. And I'm trying to find where I can find it. And let's see. Yeah. On my phone, it just does a little bit different than 
And you know, there's some things you can't do on the phone that you can do on uh, the laptop. Yeah, pretty interesting. Well, I'm going to have to see if this one last thing, nope, one last thing won't get it. So anyway, uh, I will try my best to get the birthdays up here in just a moment. I'll get them. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to uh, jump right in here with this uh, laptop and see if I can't get that taken care of. Bring up Google Chrome. But while I'm doing that, why don't we read our way through as we always do in the word of the Lord? We're in 1 Chronicles chapter 6. 1 Chronicles chapter 6. The sons of Levi... Gershon, Kohath, Merari, and the sons of Kohath, Amram, Izhar, and Hebron, and Uzziel, and the children of Amram, Aaron, and Moses, and Miriam, the sons also of Aaron, Nadab, and Abihu, Eleazar, and Ithamar. Eleazar begat Phinehas, Phinehas begat Abishua, and Abishua begat Buckeye, and Buckeye begat Uzai. And Uzai begat Zerahiah, and Zerahiah begat Meraoth. Meraoth begat Amariah, and Amariah begat Ahitub, and Ahitub begat Zadok, and Zadok begat Ahimeaz, and Ahimeaz begat Azariah, and Azariah begat Johanan. And Johanan begat Azariah. He it is that executed the priest's office in the temple that Solomon built in Jerusalem. And Azariah begat Amariah, and Amariah begat Ahitub. And Ahitub begat Zadok, and Zadok begat Shalom. And Shalom begat Hilkiah, and Hilkiah begat Azariah. And Azariah begat Sariah, and Sariah begat Jehozadak. And Jehozadak went into captivity when the Lord carried away Judah and Jerusalem by the hand of Nebuchadnezzar. The sons of Levi, Gershom, Kohath, and Merari. And these be the names of the sons of Gershom, Libni and Shimei. And the sons of Kohath were Amram, and Izhar, and Hebron, and Uzziel. The sons of Merari, Malai, and Mushai. And these are the families of the Levites according to their fathers. Of Gershom, Libni his son, Jahath his son, Zimah his son, Joah his son, Ido his son, Zerah his son, Jeadari his son. The sons of Kohath. Aminadab his son, Korah his son, Aser his son, Elkanah his son, Abiasaph his son, and Aser his son. Taeth his son, Uriel his son, Uzziah his son, and Sheul his son. And the sons of Elkanah, Amasai and Ahimoth. As for Elkanah, the sons of Elkanah, Zophai his son, and Naath his son, Eliab his son, Jeroham his son, Elkanah his son, and the sons of Samuel, the firstborn Vashni and Abiah, the sons of Merari, Malai, Libni his son, Shimei his son, Uzzah his son, Shemiah his son, Haggaiah his son, Asaiah his son. And these are they whom David set over the service of the song in the house of the Lord, after that the ark had rest. And they ministered before the dwelling place of the tabernacle of the congregation with singing, until Solomon had built the house of the Lord in Jerusalem. And then they waited on their office according to their order. And these are they that waited with their children. Of the sons of the Kohathites, Heman a singer, the son of Joel, the son of Shemuel, the son of Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Eliel, the son of Toa, the son of Zuf, the son of Elkanah, the son of Maath, the son of Amasai, the son of Elkanah, the son of Joel, the son of Azariah, the son of Zephaniah, the son of Taith, the son of Aser, the son of Abiasaph, the son of Korah, the son of Izhar, the son of Kohath, the son of Levi, the son of Israel, and his brother Asaph, who stood on his right hand, even Asaph, the son of Berechiah, the son of Shimeah, the son of Michael, the son of Baasiah, the son of Melchiah, the son of Ethni, the son of Zerah, the son of Adaiah, the son of Ethan, the son of Zimah, 
the son of Shemei, the son of Jahath, the son of Gershom, the son of Levi. And their brethren, the sons of Merari, stood on the left hand, Ethan the son of Kishai, the son of Abdi, the son of Malak, the son of Hashabiah, the son of Amaziah, the son of Hilkiah, the son of Amzai, the son of Bani, the son of Shamer, the son of Malai, the son of Mushai, the son of Merari, the son of Levi. Their brethren also, the Levites, were appointed unto all manner of service of the tabernacle of the house of God. But Aaron and his sons offered upon the altar of the burnt offering and on the altar of incense, and were appointed for all the work of the place most holy, and to make an atonement for Israel according to all that Moses the servant of God had commanded. And these are the sons of Aaron, Eleazar his son, Phinehas his son, Abishua his son, Buckeye his son, Uzziah his son, Zerahiah his son, Moriah his son, Amariah his son, Ahitub his son, Zadok his son, Ahimeaz his son. Now these are their dwelling places throughout their castles and their coasts, of the sons of Aaron, of the families of the Kohathites, for theirs was the lot. And they gave them Hebron in the land of Judah, and the suburbs thereof round about it. But the fields of the city and the villages thereof they gave to Caleb the son of Jephunneh. And to the sons of Aaron they gave the cities of Judah, namely Hebron the city of refuge, and Libna with her suburbs, and Jader, and Eshtemoah with their suburbs, and Hylan with her suburbs, Deber with her suburbs, and Ashan with her suburbs, and Bethshemesh with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Benjamin, Geba with her suburbs, and Elimeth with her suburbs, and Anathoth with her suburbs. All their cities throughout their families were thirteen cities. And under the sons of Koath, which were left of the family of that tribe, were cities given out of the half-tribe, namely, out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, by lot, ten cities. And to the sons of Gershom throughout their families, out of the tribe of Issachar, and out of the tribe of Asher, and out of the tribe of Manasseh in Bashan, thirteen cities. Under the sons of Merari were given by lot throughout their families, out of the tribe of Reuben, and out of the tribe of Gad, and out of the tribe of Zebulun, twelve cities. And the children of Israel gave to the Levites these cities with their suburbs. And they gave by lot out of the tribe of the children of Judah, and out of the tribe of the children of Simeon, and out of the tribe of the children of Benjamin, these cities which are called by their names. And the residue of the families of the sons of Koath had cities of their coasts out of the tribe of Ephraim. And they gave unto them of the cities of refuge Shechem in Mount Ephraim with her suburbs. They gave also Gezer with her suburbs, and Jachmiam with her suburbs, and Bethhoran with her suburbs, and Ijalon with her suburbs, and Gathrimon with her suburbs. And out of the half-tribe of Manasseh, Aner with her suburbs, Biliam with her suburbs, for the family of the remnant of the sons of Kohath. Unto the sons of Gershom were given out of the family of the half-tribe of Manasseh, Golan and Bashan with her suburbs, and Ashtaroth with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Issachar, Kedish with her suburbs, Dabarath with her suburbs, and Ramoth with her suburbs, and Anam with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Asher, Mashal with her suburbs, and Abdon with her suburbs, and Hukok with her suburbs, and Rehob with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Naphtali, Kedish in Galilee with her suburbs, and Hammon with her suburbs, and Kirjathaim with her suburbs. Unto the rest of the children of Merari were given out of the tribe of Zebulun, Rimmon with her suburbs, Tabor with her suburbs. And on the other side, Jordan by Jericho, on the east side of Jordan, were given them out of the tribe of Reuben, Bezer in the wilderness with her suburbs, and Jaza with her suburbs, Kedemoth also with her suburbs, and Mephaath with her suburbs. And out of the tribe of Gad, Ramoth and Gilead with her suburbs, and Maenaim with her suburbs, and Heshbon with her suburbs, and Jazer with her suburbs.
through the Old Testament. And once we get through the Old Testament, we're going to just jump right into the New Testament. And once we get through the New Testament, we'll loop back through the Old Testament so that you can say that you've read through the Bible right here on CAC Daily iCast. Well, looking outside my window pane, well, it's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood. It's going to be actually somewhere in the neighborhood of about 52 degrees for the high. Well, looks like I got uh, half of my uh, <laughs> half of my uh, uh, soundboard showing there. So I'm going to try to fix that right quick so that we can uh, get a correct uh, thing here. So uh, let's see if this helps. There we go. Now I can get that uh, out of the way. And, of course, uh, like I say, we got 52 going to be the high today, warmer and abundant sunshine. So enjoy today. It's going to feel like spring. And then tomorrow's going to be a high of 53, but cloudy, becoming windier and mild with periods of rain, some heavy in the afternoon. Also, we have a wind advisory. For tomorrow, that will be from 7 a.m. Friday to 7 a.m. Saturday, a wind advisory. So keep that in mind. And then after you get used to the spring-like temperatures, look there on Saturday, 37 for the high. Rather cloudy, windy, and colder. And a wind advisory still to 7 a.m. on Saturday. And then on Sunday, going to be 30 degrees, that's the high, but that's not what is coming. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, look there, 28, 22, 27. Those are the highs, not the lows, with some snow. And they said that uh, this could be the first accumulating snow that we have this year. So with that in mind, keep that uh, in the back of your head, get your milk and bread. <laughs> I say this every winter, uh, you know, you go to the store and there's no milk and no bread. Is that what everybody sets and eats when it snows milk and bread? <laughs> so, oh, the cupboard's bare, but, uh, we got a loaf of bread and some milk here. That'll get us through this winter storm. I don't know. It just, it's kind of odd to me. Why not say, oh, I got to get some little Debbie cakes and I've got to get some, uh, you know, some, uh, pop and I've got to get a couple of rolls of bologna, <laughs> but no, we just going to get some milk and bread. Well, as you can see on the radar, there is nothing going on here, uh, in Kentucky, East Kentucky, especially. Uh, just nothing going on, so you don't uh, see no rain or anything right now. Everything's kind of way to our north, but uh, it's coming. It's coming, so hang in there. It's like somebody once said, if you don't like the weather in East Kentucky, just hang around because it will change. And let's see what else we got. Well, we like to do a little something-something that we do in the broadcast. If you got a minute. Well, yeah, you got a minute. Well, then you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Richard D. McKinney, pastor of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, and welcome to 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Daniel chapter 4 and verse 35 says, And all the inhabitants of the earth are reputed as nothing, and he doeth according to his will in the army of heaven and among the inhabitants of the earth. And none can stay his hand or say unto him, What doest thou? We find that Nebuchadnezzar began to praise and glorify the Lord because his sanity returned unto him. And while we are living in a world that seems to have lost its sanity, we too must turn to the Lord and give him honor and praise. All the people of the earth are as nothing compared to him because he does as he pleases, whether it's in heaven or on the earth.
audience Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo-wee! That's some mighty fine internet radio. What time is it? I tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC trivia question of the day. CAC trivia question of the day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question, who was the first man in the Bible to have two, not toe, (laughs) not toe Bibles, or two toe women, wives, if you will? Let me see if I can uh, fix that. (laughs) Oh, the joys of editing. Sometimes you get carried away with... uh, you know, typing and uh, things just happen. But there we go. Who was the first man in the Bible to have two wives at the same time? Who was the first man in the Bible to have two wives at the same time? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Go to the Facebook page of the church, and that's CAC Phelps KY. And uh, you can find the answer. So uh, we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. The trivia question was simply this. uh, To whom did God first say, nope, sorry, which prophet's wife died on the first day of the siege of Jerusalem by Babylon? And out of those that participated, well, you had your thinking caps on because 100% of you got it correct. So we'll give you a hand clap. Which prophet's wife died on the first day of the siege of Jerusalem by Babylon? Well, that would have been Ezekiel's wife. And that's found in Ezekiel 118, 2 Kings 25, 1, and 24, 15 through 24. And so 100% of you got it correct. So thank you for participating in yesterday's trivia question. And you can get today's trivia question correct. Who was the first man in the Bible to have two wives at the same time. So there you go. We'll have the results on tomorrow's broadcast. Well, let's see what else we can get into here. We'd like to squeeze in one more thing that we always do before we get into our teaching session. This is the Commonwealth Minute. Executive Director Richard Nelson. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Today is Human Trafficking Awareness Day. The theme is to reach every victim of trafficking and to leave no one behind. One of 2023's top grossing movies was called The Sound of Freedom, and it brought attention to the human trafficking trade, specifically child sex trafficking. It shed light on the darkness of the human heart and the plight of children who were sold as commodities to satiate someone's sick and evil desires. But to know that it's happening in this country and that there's a demand for children should stir us to our core. 
The United States is one of the top destinations in the world for child sex trafficking, and this should shake us to our core and lead us to all we can do within our power to take a stand against human trafficking and to intercede for the most vulnerable among us. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at CPC for Kentucky and on the web at CommonwealthPolicyCenter.org. And human trafficking is in Kentucky. That's right. It's all across the U.S. Uh, a lot of the Children and teens that are being brought across the border at the open border in our southern part of the U.S., they are placed in human trafficking situations. And, uh, yeah, Epstein Island was, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff like that going on with underage. And uh, they're starting to reveal that now more as time goes on. But, yeah, today is Human Trafficking Awareness Day. If you see something that's odd and you see something that is uh, not normal, you know, like a, a child that's with a, a parent that, uh, you know, uh, or alleged parent, and it's not, uh, you know, the child's acting scared or something like that, then nothing wrong with reporting that and trying to just make sure that the child wasn't scared it's going to get a whip and when it got home. And uh, because there's a lot of things going on in our world today that we don't think about in a small town, but small towns have big town problems. And uh, we actually went over a few years back and did a, uh, a human awareness uh, uh, march, if you will. And uh, so it was something that I think, uh, we all need to understand happens. Well, it is time for us to take our 30-second break. And the reason we got to take a little break, it may be longer than 30 seconds, uh, is because we have to clear up the lag. And uh, that way we can record it, put it on the archives, people can watch it on the own time frame. So don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. You know why? Because we'll be right back. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day on Bible study 21st century style as we bring you uh, this today on this Thursday. And it is the 11th day of January. This month is almost halfway gone. 
And so we certainly appreciate you joining us today as we get ready to jump right into uh, the teaching of the Word. And uh, we always like to take the Word and break it down and uh, kind of do it uh, chapter by chapter as much as we can, verse by verse. And Revelation, of course, as we preface every uh, every now and then about the study, it's not necessarily knowing about future events. It's the revealing of Jesus Christ, the one who has all power, the one who's coming back for the church, the one who is able to um, overcome any army that comes against his people. So we are uh, wanting to preface today's study with that because a lot of people says, well, Revelation is full of, uh, you know, information about future events. Well, that's true, but it's called the revelation of Jesus Christ. So let's grab onto that and hold on to that because you can know all this information, but if you don't know Jesus, that's not going to help you a bit. Well, let's see what we can jump in and study today. We want to pick up on verse number 12 in uh, Revelation chapter 16. So we are going to uh, pick up there. And the sixth angel poured out his vial upon the great river Euphrates, and the water thereof was dried up that the way of the kings of the east might be prepared. And I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon and out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. For they are the spirits of devils working miracles, which go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to battle, to the battle of that great day of God Almighty. Well, I want to uh, go to the Lord in prayer as we study today. This is going to be uh, lesson number 1138 in our study through the word. And uh, we want to take the information and break it down. This sixth vial that's being poured out, uh, the armies are being gathered for a great battle. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way today as we study the word, that you would bless me, Lord, to rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, and we'll all leave here with more information than we came. Lord, we love you and we thank you, Lord, for this platform that we can teach your word. For it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Um, when we look at uh, this particular uh, vial, that's being poured out. These are these are judgments. When we talk about the vials, uh, it's talking about the judgments of God. And when we look at uh, this uh, judgments being poured out, we see that uh, this river is mentioned before Euphrates is mentioned before in Revelation chapter nine verse fourteen. Uh, drying up of the river makes it possible for the kings of the earth to invade the Holy Land. So, you know, they don't have to worry about crossing uh, the river. Uh, it's dried up. And so they got a clear path, a straight path. And that's what uh, we need to understand about this uh, particular uh, uh you know, uh, showing of the drying up of the river. It's uh, nothing stands in the way of these armies, these kings. Now, we all know that um, in reference today, uh, we have the king of England, but uh, very few countries talk about kings. Uh, you might have the king of uh, Jordan, uh, you know, uh, but every other country seems to have either a president a, uh, a ruler uh, that is just mentioned by some other title. I just wanted to throw that in there because when it talks about the kings of the East, we can be assured that it's talking about the leaders of these countries with the armies. 
so it ne- doesn't necessarily, I don't think, uh, have to be a, a literal king in what we would say like King Charles of England. Um, but the Bible uh does use uh, does not use the phrase I should say because I want to kind of uh, you know sometimes we get caught into a trap of thinking the Bible says something when it doesn't. The Bible does not use the phrase the battle of Armageddon. It comes from the Hebrew Har Megiddo, which means hill of Megiddo, a place of slaughter. But, you know, it's just like rapture. Rapture is not in the Bible, but we know the calling up means what we refer to as rapture. Um, so when you look at that, we begin to see that um, the uh, the Bible doesn't say the battle of Armageddon, but they are definitely gathered to battle. And then we find also that uh, it is from the hill of Megiddo, a place of slaughter, a slaughter. And also the plain of Eshdrelon, uh, the valley of Jezreel. And it's 14, this just little information, 14 miles wide, 20 miles long beneath Mount Carmel. Now the area in northern Israel, uh, Napoleon called it the most natural battlefield of the whole earth. That's what Napoleon referred to it as. Uh, It is uh, an area uh, that Barak defeated the armies of of Canaan, if you will, in Judges chapter 5. Gideon met the Midianites here in Judges 7, and Saul lost his life here in 1 Samuel chapter 3. So we can see that it has some significance of not only things that happened in the past, but things that's going to happen in the future. Now, it is Satan that draws the nations to battle. And I want to I want to go back to verse number 12 and kind of just, um, you know, uh, get us back into the frame of mind and understanding of what this is talking about. About So we're talking about the sixth angel who pours out judgment out of his vow, judgment, upon the great river Euphrates. So keep, keep that river in mind because you're going to hear a lot about armies maybe gathering at the Euphrates. Um, you know, even in our modern day, you're going to hear about Euphrates. So keep that in mind. Well, when that happens, the water was dried up and a way for the kings of the earth uh, was prepared. So now they have a clear path to the Holy Land. They have a clear path for the battle. Nothing's going to hinder them. They're not going to come to the river and have to get in boats and then cross. And, uh, you know, we all understand that, uh, you know, some of these kings uh, may have air power, naval power, but the river's dried up so they can just literally march right in. And um, with that said, uh, that shows the ease of how uh, the attack is going to happen. And then uh, the writer says, John says, I saw three unclean spirits like frogs come out of the mouth of the dragon. Now, I want to kind of just uh, think about these things because uh, when you think about these things, there's just um, frogs, you know. Now, this is a plague being, uh, you know, poured out. We also know that back in Egypt, uh, you know, in the Old Testament, there was frogs uh, in a plague. But these frogs are not just natural frogs that you see leaping around on the ground in the spring and summertime. These are defined as three unclean spirits, like frogs. And uh, uh, these unclean spirits, like frogs, we just have to take it as that. What What is a frog like? Well, it can hop. It can go underwater and uh, live for a long period of time. It can swim fast. Uh, 
it, it can it can do a lot of things. It even has frogs even have sometimes poisonous uh, excretion that comes out of their skin that. Uh, if you handle them, uh, some frogs are actually deadly to human beings. So these three unclean spirits are like, and we always like to uh, tell you that when it says it's like something, it doesn't mean there's three frogs that are demon-possessed. They're like frogs. There's a, there's a resemblance. There's, there's something about these three spirits that are like frogs. Now, it doesn't say, so we just have to kind of think about in our mind what frogs are like. So that's how we can kind of get an understanding of what John was trying to describe. So he says, they came out of the mouth of the dragon. So we know that the dragon, of course, um, uh, let me just back up and maybe talk about some things. Um, when we look at the nations such as China, India, Japan, um, all of these armies could move westward with ease, ease, unrestricted access if the Euphrates was dried up. Now, most people think that China is going to definitely be in this army. And uh, India and Japan very well could be. And we know it's the kings of the east. So with that said, we understand that it is a, uh, a uh, time when uh, these kings will be able to move without restriction. Now, I just want to point that out. Um, then these three unclean spirits like frogs. Um, Ancient Jewish people, I guess we could go back to a little bit of history. Ancient Jewish people regarded frogs as unclean and repulsive. Uh, but, you know, the Egyptians referred or reverend uh, a frog goddess. Um, so we, we just understand that um, when we look at this, the frogs are a devastating um, character of the failure of evil or the future evil, uh, that which men, men fear most because it appears to be mighty and in, entrenched. Uh, you know, if you're in a war and you could talk to somebody who's been to Vietnam, somebody who uh, World War II veterans are all about gone, but if you could talk to someone, they would in, the enemy would entrench themselves and uh, they would fight and uh, they would not uh, give up. And uh, you could talk to people in, in, uh, that fought the Germans, and you, you would hear them talk about how that they, they just would not give up. They just kept fighting and fighting and fighting. And same way with Vietnam, uh, same way with any war. People just simply would not give up. And, well, these, these uh, three unclean spirits that are like frogs that come out of the mouth of the dragon and uh, out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophet. Evil is now being unleashed. That's what, that's what we can all grab from that. Evil is now being unleashed. And these demons, uh, and that's what they are, uh, the Bible calls them devils, and uh, for they are the spirits of devils. And we know that uh, there is, uh, you know, uh, Satan has his third of the angels that he drew, and he's going to have influence. He's going to use those spirits uh, to have influence, and that's how the kings of the east get deceived into this war against Israel. Now, a lot of people might say, I don't see how anybody could really want to bother Israel. Think about this right now. Right now in our day, we have, we have uh, Iran, who hates Israel, wants Israel wiped off the face of the earth. 
You have Iraq, who doesn't like Israel. You've got Syria. You've got Turkey. Uh, you've got a lot of those uh, countries that does not like Israel. And so they're going to come against Israel in these last days. So I think that's important to understand how it can actually come to battle. Well, uh, when you look at this, uh, these, uh, these spirits of devils, so we know it's evil spirits. We know that what they are sent to do and go out and do is destruction. What does the Bible say that the, the, the enemy comes to do? Uh, the enemy comes to steal, kill, and destroy. That's what these evil spirits are out to do. That's what the devil's always wanted to do. That's what Satan's always wanted to do, is to kill, steal, and destroy. And uh, he, he started out in heaven as Lucifer, and uh, he wanted the worship. He wanted the praise that was only given to God. Remember, God will not give his glory to anybody else. And so uh, when, when uh, Satan, Lucifer, if you will, got kicked out of heaven, then now he has these fallen angels, these uh, unclean spirits, if you will, at his disposal. So now these spirits of devils, which is plural, which means there's more than one. And of course, we know that it said there's three coming out of the mouth of the dragon, a dragon, and also out of the mouth of the beast and out of the mouth of the false prophets. So all the evil is being unleashed from these, um, I guess you could say, evil uh, leaders of the last day. And uh, they work miracles. Now, I've had people ask me before, they said, if somebody is not serving the Lord and somebody's not living for the Lord like the Bible says they should, how can they do miracles? You see, um, a lot of people don't understand that the devil has imitative powers, if you will. He can imitate. He can't duplicate, but he can imitate, which means he can do something so deceptive that people would think this must be of God. So we have to look at this and we have to understand that, yes, uh, you know, uh, there are uh, spirits of devils and they're going to work miracles. Now, uh, I think this is just interesting facts that we need to understand because if we're not uh, careful, we will not understand uh, how to discern if something is of God or not. And uh, the Bible says, try the spirits, right? It says, try the spirits and see whether they be of God. So if something looks like a miracle, but the person performing it is not living for the Lord, then you have to wonder one of two things. Is this a deception or is this the person that the miracle happened to actually believed and had faith in the Lord and God honored that faith? Now, you have to ask yourself that question. And that's a good question to ask because a lot of times you're going to see things that's associated with people that uh, are not living according to the word. Now, we could talk about denominations, but we're not, we're not denominally uh, superior. We're just people of God. That, that's where, where a lot of people draw battle lines. They say, oh, well, this denomination, that denomination, this person, that person. You know, all we have to do is look like, like this. You know, miracles are happening with these three unclean spirits, spirits of devils. And we know that these miracles are deceptions. They're, they're to deceive people and go forth unto the kings of the earth and of the whole world to gather them to battle 
of that great day of God Almighty. Gather them deceiving the world. And you know, when, uh, when Hamas first attacked Israel, everybody except, you know, a few of the uh, main enemies of Israel, but uh, usually on a global world, everybody was supporting Israel. Oh, Israel, we got to stand with them. We got to help them, uh, you know, overcome this and, and, uh, and, and wipe out Hamas. And then all of a sudden, uh, innocent people get killed in war. Uh, you know, casualties of war are not always the enemy. Uh, sometimes people get killed with friendly fire. Uh, sometimes uh, mistakenly someone's in the area uh, of an enemy and an enemy gets taken out and someone else dies. Those, those are things that, uh, that happens in war. That's why war is never clean. You can't have a clean war. Uh, war is always going to have some section of it that uh, is, is dirty, if you will which means it's taken innocent lives or something like that. But after a while, did you notice that the world started pulling back their full-fledged uh, support for Israel? Have you noticed that? Even the U.S. is saying, oh, well, you know, uh, Netanyahu needs to kind of pull it back and rein it in a little bit. But you know what? This is how easy the world is deceived. Israel should not be ever considered the enemy. We should always consider Israel our friend. We should always realize it's God's people. If you have a Bible and you read it and you understand it, you know that that's God's chosen people. And so therefore, anybody that comes against Israel, you're not going to prosper. You're going to be defeated, especially in the last days, because we see that uh, these have gathered to battle in the last days. Euphrates rivers dried up. These armies from the east have come. Kings of the east have come. And now these unleashed evil spirits are let loose. And, and now the it says, notice it says that the whole world, not only just, just the armies of the east, but the whole world now is gathered to battle of that great day of God Almighty. Now, that's to me, that's pretty astounding how that this battle is now um, a, uh, a gathered battle between good and evil. And look what the Lord says. Behold, I come as a thief. Blessed is he that watcheth and keepeth his garments, lest he walk naked and they see his shame. And he gathered them into a place called in the Hebrew tongue Armageddon. Now, again, we once said that uh, Megiddo is, is the uh, original, but... Here we see in the Hebrew tongue, it is called Armageddon. So uh, that's where we get the battle of Armageddon. And uh, I think it's interesting that we see this uh, because when we first started talking to you uh, about the battle of Armageddon, the Bible doesn't use that phrase. It says Armageddon, but it doesn't say the battle of Armageddon, uh, even though we know it's a battle. That's why when you put it all together, you can refer to it as the Battle of Armageddon, and it would be correct. But uh, the actual word comes from a Hebrew word, Har Megiddo, Hill of Megiddo, a place of slaughter. So now the kings of the east, the world is gathered together against Israel for a slaughter. Kind of sounds like what Hamas did when Hamas went and and uh, slaughtered uh, some of Israel. It sounds like what Hitler did. Hitler slaughtered m millions of the Jews. 
this is another slaughter. Gathering for the slaughter, I should say. So with that said, we see that everything is set for the battle. Everything is set for this slaughter. Kings, the Euphrates River is dried up. The kings of the east have come forth. They've they've set their they've entrenched themselves, set themselves ready for the battle, and now the battle is set. Kings uh, uh, of of the east, and all of a sudden now, the the unclean spirits like frogs have been unleashed out of the mouth of the dragon, out of the mouth. Of, of the beast, and of course, uh, out, of, out of the mouth of, of this uh, false prophet. So with that, here comes all this evil, here comes all the armies against Israel. You see, the devil always wants to destroy God's people. That's why the devil's after you and me, because we serve the Lord, and the devil does not like anyone to serve the Lord. The devil doesn't like the Lord. He got kicked out of heaven, so he's he's got a vengeance. He's got he's trying to get revenge. So he's trying to deceive everyone he can. Don't let the devil deceive you. And I want to close with that because I know that sometimes uh we get a little bit long sometimes uh things uh kind of get all bunched together, but I try to get these judgments all in one segment. Uh, So today was uh, this uh, particular one of the sixth file that was poured out. Are you on the side of the Lord? Or are you going to let the devil deceive you? follow Jesus. Let's pray. Lord, I thank you for the information today. I pray I have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully. And I pray, Lord, that you would bless me, that I would always rightly divide the word of truth, because I want to teach your people your word. Lord, if we have misinterpreted or misrepresented your word in any way, forgive us. But I pray that right now that you will open up all of our understandings, that we would receive understanding of your word what is coming the battle but mostly knowing Lord you will and your people will be triumphant Lord I give you the praise I give you the glory thank you for this platform to teach your word bless people today to receive your word and have that understanding you have enjoyed the teaching session today man i tell you what we're getting ready to get into uh this part where uh man is going to be uh you know uh defeated the devil's going to be defeated the false prophet's going to be defeated the dragon's going to be defeated the lord and his people are always going to come out triumphant right yeah, triumphant. So uh, we'll pick up with the uh, with the battle and the battle of Armageddon. Uh, the Antichrist leads the world system and and the world armies, if you will, against uh, the return of Jesus and against uh, Jerusalem, against Israel, if you will. And uh, we can talk about the battle of Gog and Magog and her allies that come against Israel. That's found in Ezekiel chapter 38 and 39. And uh, then we just have to look at the final battle when Satan and his allies make war against God and uh, are completely defeated. You know, it's, it's like uh, some people say, some people never learn their lesson. <laughs> It's like 
The devil never learns. He keeps trying to defeat. He keeps trying to overcome. He keeps trying to take out God's people, and God keeps blessing, uh, you know, uh, uh, each and every one. So, uh, and delivering them. So with that said, I want to uh, close with that today. Uh, also, I want to let you know that our trivia question is up and running. And the trivia question for uh, today is, who was the first man in the battle to have two wives or first man in the Bible? I've got battle on my mind. But who was the first man in the Bible that had two wives at the same time? Well, we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. Everybody have a great day. It's going to be a beautiful day here in the neighborhood. You can see the sun shining through on me. It's going to be up in the 50s. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.